the biggest games. A perfect season complete. The Wanakee Warriors are your state champions in Division II. The most compelling stories. 50 years for Title IX. That's incredible. And this is the 50th anniversary. The area's best high school sports coverage. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. It is a beautiful Monday and another edition of Zipriconda's presentation of Prep Mania right here on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and with Scott's on demand. How you doing, everybody? Hope you're having a terrific Monday evening. I'm Alex Grove, live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Happy to be alongside once again, reunited, and it feels so good. The dean of area high school sports. He is my right-hand man, my partner in crime. He is the great Dennis Semrau. And Dennis, your favorite weekend of the year has come to a close. The WIAA State Track and Field Championships up in lacrosse. I know neither of us were able to get up there this year, but always such a great event. But quite the chaos up there this weekend was also my understanding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even though I didn't get to go to it, I still got to cover it from the phone and uh, computer. It's great with the PT timing. Uh, all the results were, were live. Now there were a couple of things where they make some changes, so I had to make sure, waited a little bit to make sure the finals were posted. But uh, the big one was, for me, I've charted this for 30 years. Luke Sullivan had the uh, discus record, 193 feet, 3 inches. For, and for the last few years, that record has been broken in the regular season, but it's not an official state record unless it's at the state meet. Well, uh, Waterford Jr. Uh, Bryce uh, Rulin finally broke it. Now, it was 193. He threw 201 feet 11 inches on his second attempt. Wow. Now, in your first, you get three attempts. There are 24 uh, competitors, three attempts, and then the top eight go on to the finals where you get three more. Okay. So you're, usually your first three years – just get something in. You don't want you just scratch. You're done. And I've yeah. seen that before. So, uh, and then not only did he do it, uh, but then uh, there was another uh, athlete that uh, finished second that he who also broke it. Uh, Smith from uh, what is it from Hortonville? Uh, his dad Bobby. Uh, it's Junior Ben Smith. His best throw of was 209 this summer or this season, and that was just nine inches behind Ruin's record. Those are the top two records in the country. Wow. The top two discus athletes in the country are in Wisconsin and competed against each other for a state title. Yeah, and it was it was a close one. They were only uh, about three feet between one another in the final, um, and, and they blew out everybody else. Hunter Sprangers from Kimberly, who took third, was 20 feet behind second place. Yeah. And he still had a great throw, too, at 178. Yeah, it, you're looking at that, that was just incredible. And that was now the problem has been in the past weather. Okay. You know, either the, the circle's slippery or the winds are against you or something. Yeah. So the, for them to actually be able to, to compete. So that, that for me, that was the one that I was watching. So I, I make my phone call on Friday night and I get a call at nine o'clock Saturday morning from Luke Sullivan out in Phoenix where he is with his family and he's a, a uh, he has a gym, and he's also been a coach out there. And he said, yeah, P, he saw the results, <laughs> and he was waiting for the phone calls. But he said 30 <laughs> years isn't long enough to have the record. 
So he'll be back uh, this summer, uh, hopefully in August. I'll get a chance to see him and nice. have a cup of coffee or something. But uh, it was one of my all-time favorites. He actually competed at UCLA and was in the Olympic trials. Wow. So uh, a very decorated Verona athlete. And that, so that's one record that fell. And uh, on that weekend, uh, you know, first of all, it's like, okay, there's going to be a delay from the Division two and three, which started early. They have the two sessions on Friday. So, okay, well, that's fine. But then when they get to 6.30 and the lightning comes, and the way it works is every time you see a lightning strike, it resets the clock at 30 minutes. So sometimes you get there like, okay, two minutes to go. Eh. Crack. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah. So, so at 6.30, then they uh, finally they posted something on the, on the website that the meet was going to be restarted about 9.30. And I think this was about quarter to eight or something. So I took a nap. <laughs> it was like, why not? Don't blame you. Everybody else is probably doing the same. But uh, the kids were playing cards. Uh, some uh, parents went on and got food. They were hanging out in the various halls. If you stayed in a dorm, that was great. Uh, Sock Prairie did not, was not able to get in one of the dorms because by the time the girls decided you know, who was going to go, what was going on, they were already full. Right. So they ended up having to drive back after at one at uh, one o'clock in the morning, we got home around two actually, and they had to go back on Saturday because they, oh, were, geez. they had uh, um, Mariella Viola from Sauk uh, qualifying the one hundred, and then Jack Berger was competing for the boys in the sixteen hundred that day. Yeah. So Andy Sherman had two round trips to lacrosse. Yeah, the, the stories are just rolling in. We'll talk with the state champion from Wanakee, Kyle Lasala, here in a little bit, uh, who won her second uh, high jump title in her high school career over the weekend, but uh, she just made graduation in the nick of time. She was the last person to walk at Wanakee High School as she was competing Saturday, Saturday night graduation. We know we talked a little bit last week, Dennis, a lot of athletes missing their graduations if they were earlier on Saturday or on Friday night. But Kyla won that, was able to get back. Uh, a couple state champions around the Dennis uh, or the area. Dennis, I mentioned Kyla Sala, another Division One girl uh, in the area that took first place in the 3,200-meter run was Zara Malloy Salgado. I may have botched that. Uh, Zyra, yeah. She, uh, she repeated as the 3200 champ. Yeah, she won in the 3200. Also a future Badger. Also a future Badger. There you go. And uh, she had some company, if I'm not mistaken, from Middleton in the 800 run. Harper Fahey uh, winning the 800 run with a time of 153 uh, for Middleton. So one of uh, the several state champions from, or a couple uh, of the uh, several state champions from around the area. And how about McFarland? Uh, their boys 800 meter relay team won. And uh, kudos to the athletic director, Paul Ackley. His daughter placed in the pole vault. Wow. Well, there you go. As a sophomore. There you Pretty go. cool. That's very yeah, for Sophomore, have the opportunity to go for three. And then yeah. i got to give my weekly shout-out to my alma mater here, Dennis. How about this story? From Denmark High School in the 4 by 100 race in Division Two, the team of Simon Alexander, Jacob Dittmer, Nolan Perry, and Ethan Ozak beat the state record 42.11 in the 4 by 100 But get this. Dittmer, Perry, and Ozak did not join track until the conference meet. They're all baseball players. And then they come out and win the 4 by 100 in the state and break the state record. They had never run track before until a couple weeks back. So how's that for a story? I've had a number of coaches say, boy, if only they would have gone out as a freshman or sophomore or whatever. No, sometimes, you know. It's worth the wait. Sometimes it just works it's, it's out. Just, it's all. It's it's a situation of timing. Uh, so some of the some of the great stories. Uh, ben Buxa, by the way, from from Lakeside Lutheran. How about this? Fifty four three in the Division two shot put to win a state championship up at Lakeside Lutheran. And, so good for Ben. And the team won the team title as well. 
That's right. They did in Division Two. Uh, Division One. how about this? DeForest wins the girls' state title. We'll talk with their head coach, Chris Smith, coming up in a little bit. Only two girls uh, placing. And they won the state title in Division Two Or in Division One rather. I remember uh, Belleville and Galeris, Sugar River. Actually, uh, the boys did that a couple, couple of years ago. They're probably about a decade or so ago. Another one, Al, uh, Abby Sandler uh, from Mount Horeb. Uh, Mount Horb native, the family moved to Canada for three years. She oh, wow. moved back here last summer. Uh, she was at cross country and she had tendonitis, did not fare well in the cross country meet. So spent most of the off season training, swimming, doing anything possible to get back. She ended up third in the 1600, won the 800, and then anchored the four by eight relay that placed sixth. Wow. Uh, another one got on the podium three times. Uh, you mentioned Middleton. Um, uh, Finn Patton, Patton Node made uh, the hurdles and set broke his own school record, both 110 and 300 hurdles. How about that? Not set easy to do. School record at state. Uh, uh, what else we had here? Uh, we mentioned K- Kyla with uh, with Wanakee, uh, McFarland. How about uh, and Harper Fahey? Here's one where the delays actually helped out. He ran the 800. He was seated eighth. He was hoping to place just a lot of kids, just get on the podium, top six. And with all the delays, they ran the 800 late. And because he had not competed in anything else, he had pretty fresh legs. There were a lot of guys that ran other races. Now, normally, the way the finals work is they go Division Three, Division Two, Division One, and by event. Well, because of the delays on Friday, they opted to hold the Division Two and Three meet first, along with all the field events on Saturday, and then delay the Division One until at the end of it. So now that meant if you were in like the 1600 and the 800, those those were a lot closer together. Right. So for him, uh, he said, I took advantage of it. That's fine. <laughs> Take advantage of it, and, and yeah, he certainly did just that by winning a state title over the weekend. I'm sure we're missing other, other placeholders and other uh, – other people that, that made the podium, but congratulations to all. It's so hard to keep track of. It's a zoo there, and I mean that in a positive way. The WIA does such a nice job with that event, but it is it is chaotic as chaotic can be, but it is such a fun event up in lacrosse. Yeah, Finn from uh, uh, Middleton said chaos. I love chaos, and that's what it was. Now, it was the same for everybody. We had to, had to adjust to it. So, you know, if you had to run at midnight, well, so everybody else was, but – um, that's, that's the stories are going to be able to tell. And uh, one of the coaches told me this is one of this is where a lot of weird things happen. Usually it's heat one day and a monsoon or whatever. So strange things have happened at the meet, but this one's one for the record books. No doubt about it. He's Dennis Semra. I'm Alex Strofe. This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania here on ESPN Madison. And it is, of course, brought to you by our friends at Zimbraconda, where for nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership can save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding a vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new Honda or a used Honda, visit Zimbraconda in Madison today. Head to Zimbraconda.com to search current inventory. Back-to-back interviews coming up next to continue our coverage on the state track and field tournament occurring over the weekend. We'll talk with Wanakee senior, newly graduated Wanakee warrior, Kyla Sala, who won the high jump title. We'll talk to Kyla next. And after Kyla, we'll talk with Chris Smith, who's the head coach of the DeForest track and field team, the girls, winning the Division I state title with 47 
points. We'll do those back-to-back. That's coming up next. You are listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania right here on ESPN Madison. No, don't get stressed. It's going to get figured out. deep conversation that Rolling on, it is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania, special Monday night edition after the state track finals in lacrosse over the weekend. I'm Alex Strofe alongside the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semrau from the Everlight Solar Studio downtown Madison. We go now to the only Wanakee in the world to talk to, the state champion in the high jump and the daughter of our teammate. Tarek Sala. Kyla Sala joins us now, a two-time state champion in the high jump, won her second title with a leap of 5-7 on Friday at the WIAA State Tournament out in lacrosse. Kyla, I know you graduated this weekend. You won a state title this weekend. You were competing in a couple other events at the state tournament. We know you're probably exhausted, so we appreciate you taking the time. How are you? I'm great. I'm I'm happy to be on the call and Happy to be home. So yeah, yeah. I, I imagine happy to be home. Are you are you tuckered out from the weekend? I, I would imagine. Kind of. I, I've had some days to rest, so I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, well, not well, too tired anymore. <laughs> well, Kyle, I was actually freelancing this for a couple of local weeklies, so I was watching online all of the live results coming through. And on Friday night, I'm going, wait a minute, what happened to the four by eight relay? It's it was supposed to have gone <laughs> off. It's like an hour. Hour and a half. I start calling friends of mine that are at the track, and they're just saying, "Oh, it's just a mess." That the uh, division two and three got delayed right toward the end, and then just barely got started with the I think four by eight, and then oops, I guess a two hour delay, and then the lights went out at eleven o'clock. We we I figure they were probably timed in the stadium. That's kind of what the consensus was. But what was that whole atmosphere like? Another guy told me chaos. What was your thought on that? Well, we started a little bit later, and then the horns went off, and we all went inside. And honestly, we were just all sitting there trying to get ready for whatever uh, happened because we knew there was a chance we compete. There's a chance we go tomorrow, but you know, nobody really knew. So um, I think we we all just hung out inside. It was it was fun. I mean, obviously, it was different than every what everyone anticipated, but I think it just it made it fun. You know, we got back out there at nine thirty. I've never been able to high jump that late ever, so, I mean, it's fun to do that. <laughs> or even run. <laughs> anyway, well, yeah. Where did you go? Were you in Mitchell Hall, or were you in a dorm, or where did you stay with your teammates? So, me and my teammate uh, who was high jumping, we went into the, I, I don't know the name of it, but the building that's like right next to the track, um, and we just sat in the hallway because it was cooler than the gym. And, uh, yeah, we just hung out made ourselves comfortable for a few hours and then we headed back out had like 30 minutes and then ran the races so yeah, did you play any cards i heard uh with the mount horb uh, kids that the uh uno or, or i guess euchre was a very popular game and then somebody else said they were playing uno and uh, uh so did you play cards too or just just kind of chill uh my team all weekend we were playing a game that was a little different not no cards but it was like it's basically like a category game. I don't even know. That kept us busy for a while, so <laughs> it was 
it was fun. <laughs> That's fantastic. Kyla Sala with us here on Prep Mania. Alex Drove, Dennis Semra with you. All right, Kyla, let's dive into the jump. Obviously, uh, you won a state title a couple years back, your sophomore year in lacrosse. So you've been on this stage before. You were there last year, but unfortunately, things just didn't bounce the way you would have liked. But you're able to recover your senior year and win a state title. What what was that experience like for you? You mentioned it was it was late on Friday. Bring us into in, into your mind and ultimately that that state winning jump at five seven. Well, so we got 410 in before the delay. We go back outside. Um, we all jumped five feet. Five feet was great. Five two gave a little bit of a, a little bit of a rattle to me. I, <laughs> I missed it twice. And then that third jump was kind of like, it kind of felt just like last year, but this year I, I was ready to go. So um, cleared that. And then there were still a couple of us left. Five four went great. Um, then the bar moved up by one because. Um, there was only a couple of us left, um, and then five, five, and well, and five, seven. So I was, I was pretty focused, I would say, um, and, uh, ready to go, but it was also fun to have my teammate there, uh, Lainey, she plays third. Um, she, she's a freshman and she's, she's awesome. So, I mean, having a teammate there was great and, you know, obviously we compete against each other, but I say we get along really well and it's always great to have a teammate with you competing and, it was it was great, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that you had the high jump, and then you also had the high the one ten hurdles. And what about time did you run that? Do you think? Uh, well, actually, I ran that at I ran that at like nine thirty whenever we started back up again, and then I so I ran the hurdles because they that's when the rain delay started, um, right when we all lined up earlier, and then um, so I ran that and then I went to high jump. And then you got yeah. to do the uh, four by four, uh, sometime after one o'clock in the morning. I, I think the, the meet officially <laughs> ended at one seventeen. Wow! I had that verified by a few people over there. So you were probably doing the four by four around what one ten or so, something like that. Yeah, I, I think so. Well, you know, the four by four usually is later at the at night, but. Uh, never, never early in the morning. So <laughs> yeah, that was something. That was different. <laughs> yeah, you had some athletes that ran uh, that said they competed on championship Saturday, even though they didn't make the finals because their races were technically after midnight. But uh, so then you ended up with the with the hurdles and the uh, and the four by four. But you're obviously the high jump. That's your favorite. Uh, what are you looking at doing in college now? You're going to be a Badger. Congratulations. Thank you. And uh, what are you uh, looking at for for events for track? I think the plan right now is to have Tathlon. I'm I'm excited about that idea. Um, I I love doing all the different events. I I've messed around with like shot put this year, um, and did all that, and I, I really enjoyed it. And I like I serious I took it seriously, but it was it was really fun to add it into some meets that I could. And you know I think I love high jump, and I and I. I want to do that too in college, um, but I also enjoy trying different events and and getting to do all that stuff. So, well, well you'll certainly That's, be able to do that with the decathlon then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so now uh, you're the the track athlete. Your sister Allie's the volleyball standout. When did you did you did you compete in some sports together, or when did you determine you know whose niche was going to be what? Yeah, we played basketball together for uh, most of our lives, I would say. Until I played until last year, and then Allie played until sophomore year. Um, but 
We definitely, we were competitive growing up <laughs> in all our sports. I, I played volleyball for just a year, and uh, she did track for a year, too. So, we, you know, we got into each other's sports, but not much. So, yeah. As twins, who's the older one? Allie's older by two minutes. Two Ooh. minutes. Does she lord that over you that I'm the older one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Kyla, what, what, what led up to uh, choose a Wisconsin? Obviously, we, we know the parents' background with, with the University of Wisconsin, but what ultimately ha- uh, helped you decide that, that Wisconsin was the place for you uh, for, for your collegiate competition? You know, I've, I've loved going downtown ever since I was little. And, um, and then, you know, the coaches were great at Wisconsin. They are great. And um, the team was great when I got to meet them. And I think everything just came together, and I knew that's where I wanted to go from early on in the – in my high school years. And what do you plan? It was a hard decision. What are you planning to study? Right now I'm in pre-business, but I'm not exactly set on what I want to do yet. Just trying to explore all the options. It's a good way to go about it. So we were talking a little bit off the air, Kyla. Wanakee's graduation was also on Saturday and you are a senior. Congratulations on your graduation. But my understanding is, uh, it came down to the wire for you. You, you mind uh, telling our listeners about about uh, how close it came for you uh, for graduation on Saturday night? Yeah, um, I ran the hurdle finals at 5.30, and I think around then, and then uh, we got in the car at 5.45. Graduation started at 7. We got there around 7.45, just in time to walk, and had all our track stuff on. Claire and I were the only ones that made it before um, – the ones that competed at the on Saturday, and then uh, we walked. But I think the other three that got back a little later, three or four, um, they 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 held up the. They still had the, they walked across the stage, but it was empty. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so did you even have time to put on a cap and gown? I put on the cap and gown, but everything else everything else was the same from the meet. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. So who was driving to get you back? Oh, my mom. <laughs> and let's not let's not incriminate her, but how'd she do? <laughs> she made up some time. <laughs> That's fantastic. Kyla Sala, future Badger, wins the high jump state title over the weekend at the WIAA State Track Meet in Lacrosse. Kyla, congrats on all the high school success, a two-time state champion in high jump and a future Badger. We can always root for that. Kyla, we appreciate you taking some time to break it all down with us and, and look forward to seeing you compete as a Badger. Thank you. I really appreciate it. It's Kyle Asala from Wanakee. He's Dennis Semram, Alex Strofe. It's Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania, and it rolls on right after this. Wait a minute. Rolling on it is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania right here on ESPN Madison, a special Monday night edition following the conclusion of the WIA State Track and Field Meet over the weekend. He's Dennis Semra. I'm Alex Strofe, live from the F Studio. Excited to be joined now by the head coach of the DeForest Track and Field team, the girls' team winning the Division One title over the weekend. Chris Smith joins us now. And Chris, uh, what a weekend it was. Congrats. Appreciate you taking the time. How are you feeling this uh, Monday following the uh, the tournament? Well, I, I think some of it's still sinking in. Uh, we're recovering from the weather, no doubt, um, and, and then just trying to 
respond to all the well-wishers that that have reached out to contact us. So it's been pretty special few days here. Yeah, no doubt about it. And before we get into the state title, I just got to ask about maybe some of the accommodations you guys had. So so how late were you at the track on Friday? Were you staying in a hotel in La Crosse? What time did you get back to the hotel or, or wherever you were staying? And then what time did you have to show back up on Saturday? Sure. So we, we were in the, the dorms on campus. Uh, and then when we finished up, Gosh, by the time we walked back to the dorm, it was not quite 1 a.m. for us, but there were a couple events I know that were still finishing up. So uh, and then we turned around, and Anna had to get back down to start warm-up for the triple jump just before 9 o'clock um, that day. Yeah, that was uh, the uh, field events had a start, but then the, the running events, they pushed back to the afternoon. How beneficial was that, do you think, for the kids? Oh, I, for the multi-event kids, it was huge. Uh, I know there was some second-guessing about that, but really, if, if you think about it, the, the WIA made a, a really good decision there in just giving those kids some more recovery time. The toughest part, though, was if you were a multiple uh, running event, you had a little shorter time span. Uh, I know the uh, kid that won the 800, uh, Harper Fahey from Middleton said uh, he was grateful that he was only one event because he had some other guys that had a, you know, a couple things together. But when you look at the whole weekend, uh, have you ever had anything like this? Have you ever run that late in a meet? No. Uh, we've had a year that, that we had multiple weather delays, but it never got quite that late. Uh, and so they didn't have to rearrange on Saturday. Uh, and, and I understood those again those kids that were running multiple events for Division One uh, on Saturday, which which turned out to be early evening when we started. Uh, that that was definitely tougher on those athletes. I, I thought they did the right thing in offering up a couple of ten minute breaks in the session. Um, that certainly was beneficial, uh, and and I really think the kids that performed were the ones that managed all of that craziness the best. When you think about it, you know, 2014, uh, we had the delays. That was Saturday. It was the finals that night. Um, But uh, how did you, uh, you know, what did you guys do during the breaks? Uh, I know some teams played cards. Some had the parents went on and got food. Uh, (laughs) Your dorm's pretty close. They were, they were not. They were on the opposite end, but we had made provisions to get our, our girls out of there as soon as we possibly could, get them back to their room. We were super fortunate to have air conditioning in ours. Um, and so get them out of the weather. Just get them some downtime. Uh, they, they did some their own unique, I guess, nutrition requests, which worked out very well. Uh, for us, so I felt like we were as prepared as we could be um, for all those delays. But but in the end, it was it's the same for for everybody, and so you just do the best with it that you can. And I also understand the forest graduation <laughs> was this weekend. Yeah, so that was at six p.m. And you know, originally we thought in a normal schedule, the three hundred hurdles typically runs somewhere just before four o'clock and so it was still going to be tight anyhow but we've we've had moments where um we've had some athletes be able to run that final and then hustle back and and get to the end of the line so to speak uh going across the stage but as soon as we 
knew we weren't even going to start the running until five. Uh, Anna knew that, that that was kind of a done deal that, uh, she would not make her graduation. Uh, there's some talk about trying to recreate that for her on her own <laughs> in the field house. So we'll see if that happens. Well, let's talk about her performance, uh, Chris. Uh, she had quite the weekend at the state tournament. She was a, the champion in the long jump and the 100-meter hurdle. She was the runner-up in the triple jump and then the runner-up in the 300 hurdles to her teammates. So uh, let's start with Anna. She had uh, four events, uh, first, first, second, second. I mean, what a terrific outing it was for her as a senior at the state track and field meet over the weekend. Yeah, that's just an amazing, amazing accomplishment. You know, I think going into the meet, uh, we had talked earlier about what her priorities were, and uh, she was not that particular about placing one event in front of another, and it was literally the cliche, right? You take one thing at a time, and uh, that was her mindset, and and so it's pretty impressive for somebody her age uh, to kind of have that all sorted out. Um, I, I think she maybe surprised herself a little bit with the long jump title. Uh, she por- performed extremely well there, maybe a little better than, than we anticipated. Um, and, and so that was a bonus right out of the gate. Uh, her high hurdling just has been outstanding all year. And um, I, I knew if she had a clean race that she stood a pretty good chance to come home with that title. Uh, and, and then the other two, she certainly – uh, we thought, we thought, you know, uh, 300 hurdles, uh, she was going to be the one to beat, uh, and, and turns out, um, by a, a wonderful surprise, it ended up being her teammate was the one to beat. So that, <laughs> that was pretty awesome there. Um, and, and so just, gosh, we have not had an, at, we've had other athletes be in four events, but not finish that high on the podium before so pretty special pretty special indeed and you mentioned stacy kipkoske who who beat anna in those 300 meter hurdles so deforest goes ones and one and two in the 300 meter hurdle so two-part question number one tell us about stacy she's only a junior and has a state championship under her belt and then b have you ever coached an event where deforest athletes place one and two at the state meet because i feel like this is very rare um yeah so stacy is her, her talent has always been there. Uh, she is such a reserved kid, and uh, we knew as coaches that that, that was inside of her, and it was going to just be a matter of when the, when the day presented itself that she had that belief that she could finish it off, uh, we knew that it was going to show itself. And, and so for that to happen, though, at the state meet was just incredible. Uh, and, and I think if you saw her reaction afterwards it was mixed emotions for certain I, like disbelief and and also my gosh it finally happened for me um, so that was super special for us to see and no we have not ever had one too we've had two kids on the podium in the discus one year but certainly not first and second so that was um yeah that that was something new for all of us has the forest ever won a state title uh, team title before no, this is our first, so that that was pretty special too. And uh, we knew we knew we might be able to sniff second uh, if we had an almost perfect meet, but we certainly did not dream of coming home with a title. So, what's the reception been like? Was there a parade in DeForest? I mean, what, 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 what fire trucks? Yeah, yeah. What what was the return yeah. like? Well, so they're they are going to have the team. 
take the trophy around school this afternoon to each of the hallways so that the, the kids are, that are still at school, the seniors are gone, of course, but all the rest of the student body will be able to see them. Then we're going to gather in the field house, uh, get some pictures taken there, and then there, there's still some ramblings about what's going to happen community-wide yet. So some of those pieces are still kind of moving. Outstanding. Um, for you, what was the best part of the weekend? Oh, boy. Uh, quite honestly, just watching the expression uh, on the girls' faces when they performed well. Um, as a coach, everybody wants to win. Everybody wants to get to the top. It's what you strive for. Um, that's always the goal. But the rewarding side is to, to see young people develop uh, and realize a dream after they they put in the work you know and, and these two girls have spent three years putting in tons of work that no one sees uh, and and so just to see their faces afterward that is what I will remember the most was the 300 uh, meter hurdles was that the longest sub 44 seconds of your life chris uh, i mean with with uh, both of your girls being a uh, pretty well ahead yeah. of the pack i mean they they had their distance looking at the, uh, the 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 times here i mean was that the longest almost 44 seconds of your life as a coach it, it felt like it you're, you're just at that moment when they're racing you just want them to be clean meaning not hit a hurdle right um and and having been a 300 meter hurdler when i was in high school I, I know what's going through their body when they get to those last two hurdles. And so you are, as a coach, you're just trying to will them over the top of those two last hurdles. But, yeah, it feels like it lasts five minutes instead of 40 seconds, right? <laughs> I bet. I, I, I totally get it. Well, Chris Smith is the head coach of DeForest Track and Field, celebrating their first-ever state championship. The girls bring it home with 46 points over the weekend. What a great weekend. What a great celebration coming up for you tonight, Chris, and we really appreciate you taking some time. I imagine you're tuckered out after the weekend that was, so we really appreciate you taking the time and enjoy all the celebrations coming your way, all right? All right, thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, we really appreciate you taking the time. That's Chris Smith, head coach of DeForest Track and Field, also the cross-country head coach at DeForest. That guy knows running, and he saw quite a bit of it, uh, and, and, and uh, good running this weekend up in lacrosse. We'll wrap up Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania right after this on ESPN Madison. No, don't get stressed, it's going to get figured out. Oh, deep conversation that the world strong father and a determined we try to kill each other, but you know it's always love. We never knew how to fake it. We're having fun on a Monday night. It is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania right here on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and the Scouts on Amanda Alex Strope. He is the Dean of Area High School Sports, the great Dennis Semrau. And we are live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Big thank you to both Kyla Sala from Wanakee, the champion in high jump over the weekend at the uh, WIAA State Track and Field Meet, and another state champion, Chris Smith of uh, DeForest Track and Field, as well as cross-country winning uh, their first state title at the track and field meet the girls' side of things. 46 points, two girls scoring points, and they win a state tie. I mean, that is just unbelievable again, real quick. Anna Zapiniak, one long jump, one won the 100-meter hurdles, took second in the triple jump, and took second to a teammate in the 300-meter hurdles, and that teammate, Stacy Kipkoske, 
winning the 300-meter hurdles. That is just unbelievable. Two girls, 46 points, and a state championship for Chris Smith and DeForest Girls Track and Field. Yeah, you can rub it in that uh, late in the meet, Chris Smith said he thought that Muskego was going to be in position to win the title. Our partner, Jesse Nelson, is a Muskego grad, yeah. so sorry. Sorry, they, uh, they fell a little short. And, uh, and Muskego, yeah, taking the runner-up spot in, in Division One girls, 41.5 points for them. So uh, there you go. That's our track and field coverage. But, Dennis, that's the craziest time of year. we got plenty of other sports to talk about, don't we? Yeah, well, we also had uh, individual tennis going on this past weekend. And uh, Ethan Bow of uh, Middleton was second last year. He finished third this year, number one singles. And uh, I believe it was Neil McHergy and John Jonathan Kim of Middleton were fourth in doubles play. Now, what's important there is that the Middleton athletes are now top team in the state, seated number one in the team tournament, which starts uh, Friday and, and runs Saturday, also at the uh, Nielsen Tennis Stadium. Uh, Middleton will, the number one seed, will face Lake Geneva Badger in the state quarterfinals Friday at 3.30. And then they have the semis, and then the finals are on Saturday. So uh, we hope uh, Middleton, you know, local teams get a shot there. Yep, good luck to the Cardinals, the number one ranked team there. Uh, how about we talk about a little softball coming up this weekend uh, here in Madison, Dennis, at Goodman Diamond. Yeah, what's uh, from a softball standpoint, uh, we got Sun Prairie, of course. Of course, East, the, by the way. Sun Prairie East, right. Uh, uh, we talked to Jamie Olson uh, during one of our shows earlier in the year, and they split the team up. They were so close to having Sun Prairie East play Sun Prairie West in the sectional finals. We talked about that last week. Yeah. Uh, Madison Memorial won, but then Sun Prairie East prevailed. They got the sixth seed, and they'll play number three seed Oshkosh West Thursday at 10 o'clock. Uh, 15 years ago, Verona played uh, Middleton. It was my daughter's team. That was supposed to also be an early one. They ended up playing at 5. So Yeah, you never know. never know what the weather here. Of weather course. and delays and long game. I mean, you, you uh, can never predict that. Yeah. And then uh, another area team, Division 4, number 3, uh, Waterloo. We'll be playing number 2, Stratford at 6.30 on Thursday. That's a Division 4 semifinal. All the... Uh, the uh, finals are then on Friday, or uh, rather on Saturday. The D1 semis are on Friday. And then uh, the finals are on Saturday at uh, Goodman Diamond. So if you want a chance to go out and check some softball where the Badgers play, yep. uh, great facility. It is. And uh, great concessions, and they always uh, take very good care of the field, and it's a great place for the kids to play. We, know, we know what Dennis is paying attention to. The concessions. Yeah. The concessions. <laughs> uh, let's talk a little baseball here, Dennis, and uh, the interesting one that's been oh. catching a lot of attention. <laughs> there is a four-team sectional that consists of four area teams coming up tomorrow uh, between Sun Prairie West, the eight seed, Middleton, the four seed, Verona, the three seed, and Monona Grove, the two seed. All Madison area teams, Dennis. Where do you think their sectionals being played? I, I don't know. My guess would be maybe Sun Prairie. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe well, McFarland. But it, it was the Lacrosse Central sectional, which is at Copeland Park in Lacrosse. Guess what? They're all, as far as we know, it's still on the website. It, 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 is, it is still, still Copeland Lacro Park. Cross. Yeah, we're hoping for. Uh, a last-minute reprieve. In the war. I, I think we've. I think we're out of time yeah. in that regard. I, I got a feeling. So uh, Middleton nineteen and eight again plays on Prairie West eighteen and ten and Verona eighteen and ten against MG twenty two and four. Uh, so what do you've got there? Three Big Eight teams. Three Big Eight teams and a Badger uh, small team. You so, got it. Uh, so it should be a very good tournament. Uh, then uh, are my ears deceiving me, week. or is your phone ringing again? Nope. 
Oh, no, no, <laughs> I don't know that we've ever gotten through a show without your phone so, ringing. You're, you're the most popular man in Denver. Someone's trying to track me down here. Um, so, and then uh, Division Two. Actually, I'll be up at the Division Two sectional. Yeah, and that'll be up at Portage Sock Prairie, who uh, it was the number seven uh, seed in the tournament. Yep. going up against number one Reedsburg. That'll be uh, a ten o'clock game, and then they will play the winner of Jefferson and Turner. And Turner, and then the championship game would be at five o'clock. So. Um, uh, and Sock and Reedsburg split. Reedsburg won, what was it, uh, uh, the first game on April 18th? I think it was 18-6, to six, wow. or eight, 18 to 8, rather. Okay. And then uh, some Sock Prairie came back and won 13-6 to six, uh, about five days later. So best two out of three. There you You'll go. You love it when teams get to, get to go again. And, and uh, Middleton uh, actually uh, beaten, what, uh, Sun Prairie West twice? Uh, I yeah, I think that is correct. Uh, Deerfield and Dodgeville both alive in Division Three yet, and over in Division Four. Edgar still alive, and I believe that is it for area teams still alive in the baseball sectionals uh, coming up across the state tomorrow. State tournament starts up in Appleton uh, at the end of next week. So that's your baseball rundown. Am I missing any other sports that are still going on? Well, we golf, got the, we still got going on. Right, golf was today. It was DeForest, uh, Milton, and Wanakee teams in Division One. Edgerton and Edgewood. Edgewood, the five-time defending champ. Wow. Of course, it doesn't include 2020 when there was no spring sports right. with a pandemic. But they are the only program to win five straight titles and going for number six in a row. Wow. And in Division Three, Barneveld and Cambridge got their teams there. And then along with the uh, individual uh, athletes that will be competing as individuals. And then soccer is in sectional play this week as well. And uh, Wanakee versus Kettle Moraine and Verona versus Madison West in Division One. We've got uh, Sock Prairie is hosting Marshfield. And then number one, Oregon, one of the top teams in the country. Always, right. Uh, they're, they're playing Waterford, and DeForest is against Union Grove. That's in Division Two. Evansville at Edgewood, and Belleville Nuglaris at McFarland in Division Three, and Lodi's at Wisconsin Rapids in Division Four. And now the semis are on Thursday, sectional finals on Saturday, states next week. Wrapping her up. There you go. Yeah, just a couple weeks left in the 2022-2023 spring, or rather, high school sports season overall, as uh, as we talked about with both of our guests today. Graduation's over and done with for most of the state schools, which means uh, we're coming down to it. Which means, Dennis, we have a show this Thursday. This Thursday at 6 o'clock at 100.5 ESPN, we release... Our 2023 high school football game schedule for the upcoming season of Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. It's already that time of the year, Dennis. Yeah, what did you tell me? Hey, we haven't had summer yet. What are we doing? Yeah, can, can you give Don't me a few? Me can, can you give me a few weeks to breathe the summer air? Yeah. So no, just, this Thursday, keep your eyes yeah. peeled. We'll be releasing the first eight weeks of the high school football season. Every game we'll be covering, and I'll give you a spoiler alert for the second year in a row. We're going to do Thursday-Friday games the first couple weeks of the season. Four of them, actually, this year. Yeah, one later in the season as well. So, uh, yep, so it'll be you and, and me and Jesse Nelson and Hunter. And, and I'm uh, sure there will be other pieces that fall their way. Ryan, find their Olesheim way. will be with us. Yeah, so. I'm sure we'll find other pieces. One note I didn't mention, by the way, when we were talking state softball, for anybody attending the state softball tournament this weekend at Goodman Field, Goodman Diamond here in Madison, in Division One. 
The Kakana Ghosts have won 78 straight games. That is the longest winning streak in softball in the United States of America. 78 straight wins for Kakana, who is, of course, the number one seed in Division One. Of course. So something to keep an eye on uh, if you're heading to Goodman Diamond this, this weekend. I saw that over the weekend, that little note. The longest winning streak in the country I for thought softball. it was a typo. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. 78 yeah. win games. They, they, they're uh, looking for, I believe, their third straight state title, uh, if the math serves me correct there. So uh, good luck to all teams competing. But that is one winning streak that uh, that is rather impressive uh to say the least dennis any final thoughts well no matter what happens this week it's gonna have to be a lot to top last weekend with state track it always is that is such a great event put on by the wia and lightning strikes and lights it, burning out included it, they still find a way to pull we got off. no rain at all here in madison yeah right not, not a drop not a drop <laughs> not a drop well that'll do it for us tonight a big thanks to kyle asala and chris smith for joining us earlier in the program a big thanks to you for hanging out with us tonight he's dennis semra i'm alex Strofe. we're back for our season finale Thursday, 6 o'clock, as we release our 2023 fall football schedule. We'll talk to you then. This has been Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania.